let him have a wrong idea. But you know, the uh, you want to call it an approach, like the approach to spirituality, in a sense, can start off on the wrong foot, yeah? Because as Ramana Maharshi says, there's that presupposing of the imaginary thing, the non-existent thing, trying to get, let's say, spirituality for that non-existent thing. So, and then people will attempt to become quiet, let's say, but after that prior agitation, yeah, which is the non-existent thing, trying to get relief for the non-existent thing. So, the agitation will be like an imprint on all the attempts to produce stillness, like a great Zen master says in uh, Faith Mind, small treatise uh, of Zen, early Zen, which is you can't use activity to produce stillness, that would be activity. So this is sort of like the Chinese thumb thing, yeah? So what we've been doing is attempting to just bring ourselves, and it's not even bringing ourselves back, but, you know, with the language, we feel like we've, we've gone astray and we're trying to bring ourselves back to that which is prior to the presupposing of a non-existent thing. What is it that presupposes to be a non-existent thing? Yeah, what is that? And then at that point, it's rest, yeah? then there's been, the journey is over because all the missteps have been questioned and seen, yeah? And therefore, there's a sense of being on prior to the presupposing, and then there's really nothing else to do there. And then that's like what people would call meditation, but in a sense, at that point, you feel meditated, yeah? You don't feel like meditation. You're doing a meditation. You feel meditated. Prior to the non-existent thing. The non-existent thing wants to meditate. Yeah? To produce stillness with the hopes that that's going to bring it relief. But not from the non-existent thing, but for the non-existent thing. So... If the presupposing is very strong, then whatever you do, based from that point, you know, from the presupposing point, you do to out to undo something is just a further doing of it. Yeah. Again, like Ramana follows it up with the next statement, which is, what would what would happen if your spiritual practices that are actually reaffirming that which you would like to deny through spiritual practices. Yeah? He doesn't say it exactly that way. I don't have the book. But, you see, so if this, if we're doing seemingly practices to undo what was never done, that would presuppose there's a doing. Yeah? That you've been done, you've been done by, and you'd like to get that undone, but the real solution is you were never done by. Yeah? You're like always prior to that which comes after. Yeah? But if that which comes after produces a sense of you, and there's an identification with that, 
you now start after that which started after. Yeah, you're like a product of it. Yeah. So when that's attempting to get back to what it's never left, obviously it's not going to prove successful. Because you can't, in a way, you can't transcend it, or you can't escape an imaginary place, yeah? And you can't get back to what you've never left. The getting back to it would be a reaffirming that you've left. Yeah, this is the second little... Uh, it's like the handcuffs are self-locking, yeah? We find ourselves putting our hands in there, and then they lock, and then when we try to get out, they lock again, and then we, when we try to let go, but as that which created the locking, it further locks it. Because the point is, it isn't letting go, it's has there, any, has there ever been anyone holding on? That's the point. The point of release isn't letting go, it's recognizing there hasn't been anyone ever holding on. Yeah. So then the letting go isn't precipitated or presupposed from the holding on. It doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. It happens, but it doesn't take the attention and interest away on the journey. Yeah. You ever see a dog that's young and then it wants to run, but it keeps looking back at the master yeah, to make sure it's there, or like a kid? It's, it wants a reassurance. Well, that's the point. Without, our, without the interest and attention going along for the journey, there isn't really any journey, because the journey has to be narrated and brought to you by interest and attention. Yeah. And if your interest and attention is freed from that preoccupation, that seems to be a post-occupation. But it's a preoccupation. It's a presupposing the existence of a non-existent thing. It's not even a supposing of that. The supposing of it just reinforces the sense of being presupposed as that, yeah? Just like in recovery, they say uh, obsession with self in some circles is the root of the problem. But I don't believe that because I think the mind, the big M mind identified as a self, yeah, uses obsessions with that self to reinforce the identification. Yeah, because that sense of being a self will be saying, I'm having all the obsessions, you know. There'll be the one who has the obsessions over sex, over drugs, over porno, or gambling. Yes, there may be all these different species or of obsessions, but there'll be always the one prior obsession, the presupposing that it's you having the obsessions. Yeah? And so when one... Just like when people get recovered from drinking, they tend, it leaks out other ways sometimes, you know, like porno, shopping, sex. They, it's just sort of like the kid, in, you know, in those Dutch stories with the thumb in the dike, you know what I mean? He's got to keep putting thumbs in the dike because the basic source of the quote-unquote problem hasn't been addressed because there is no source of the problem. That, the one that's sticking its thumbs in is the source of the problem. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. It is, isn't it? I mean, you have to take it back. Why go fucking ahead if you don't know where you started from? You might as well, you know, just have an entertaining mind. And what I mean by entertaining mind is just like this. You're sitting in this room, 
and there's all these people here, but you sense the space here. You sense the space. You sense what has not come and gone. Yeah? You start keying into what's always available at all times instead of all clinging to something that you don't want to leave or trying to push something that you don't want to stay away. The clinging and the, you know, the hate, the love and the aversion. Of the, that's the mental movement of its oceanic mental tide. It's low and high tide is aversion and then desiring. But what would happen if you were prior to that? Well, you are. The only way it seems to be happening this way is there's a presupposing that you're a non-existent thing. So as the, you know, I find this is proving very successful where we're just going to sit together and be quiet in a little while. Maybe this will be the last talk. Because we've reached, as some of us have been, do, we've been with each other, We've got, we, I feel, we've entered beingness in the most clearest way by sort of backing in instead of driving towards. Yeah, so talks will be necessary when they're necessary, but maybe they won't be necessary and we can just sit and rest in that which is so. Because we come to, the last statement is this statement. The presupposing, you can't make any more after that. You know, I fucking, I'm reaching a point of obsoleteness. You know, I better start changing my business plans. <laughs> my IRA is not looking good. I need these donations, so we're not going to be... But, you know, inevitably it is that way. Yeah. Because how we can, you know, we can pit, you know, mince little statements of the presupposing, but it's pretty much... There's no more development. It's the last house in the huge mental development. There's no more houses to, you know, to check the doors and the windows anymore. You're just going to be, you know, like that, right there. We've described everything that we're not for years now. Yeah, we can go over it more and more. I don't mind. You know, I have a lot of time on my hands. I might as well be put to use. But in a sense, really, we've 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 described all the foliage. We've described the seasons of the imaginary mental fucking landscape. We've described all the possible uh, because it only has a few you know, plans of buildings and houses. It doesn't, they're very, once you see the blueprint room, you basically know every diagram of every house it makes up. Yeah, so we've already passed there. Yeah, now we're getting to, oh, so this was, this was, this was the imaginary launching of all the spiritual ships of all time were launched at the dock of a non-existent thing. The presupposing of the non-existent thing. There's all the odes and odysseys and all the longings and all this and all that were generated there. Now, so we fall back. Yeah. Rest doesn't mean can. Rest means there's a resting in something that's always available at all times. That's what, that's the appropriate response when you run into something Ma, us, that's always available at all times. There's a rest. <laughs> that's what happens. It's not like, all right, now you have to rest. 
once you know that's what that's the appropriate response because we've been hoping and we've been making it a goal and we've been making it a distant possibility if but we've been attempting to use activity to produce the stillness that we inherently are so when you see through everything that you can see through the next response is hey rest yeah run around, do whatever you got to do. We're all going to do that. We're action figures. We've been wound up. Yeah? But there'll be a nice... You know, what you've been looking for will be what's looking. These aren't like trick little fucking spiritual questions. You know? It's not like Jeopardy. You know? And St. Francis is the, you know, the host uh, MC. All right. Here's the $300 question of... Italian, ancient Italian spirituality. What was meant by what's looking is what you're looking for. Oh, there we go. <laughs> All right. John of God. <laughs> you see the choreography, you can't beat it. John of God for 500. <laughs> I, there you go. John of God won. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't have planned that if I tried. It was like when we were in Oregon once, man. We were sitting outside, and this this tree, for some reason or another, started throwing shit out of itself right at the perfect time when we were speaking. And the person who owned the house had never seen anything like it. And I'm going, come to believe, come to believe. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, all right. Uh, we'll take. Let's take a couple of steps ahead. All right. So how is that which can never be forgotten seen to be forgotten? What has to be convinced for that which is to be seen to be forgotten? is that which is has to take itself to be something it ain't. Yeah. That which is all existence has to become identified as a non-existent thing. And at that point, this becomes a new starting point. And what reinforces it, everyone believes, seriously, almost everyone's proclamation of every fucking day is, I think, and then, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I think there's a great thing in this in the book. It goes sort of unnoticed in the in the big book where a guy who has a taste of sobriety then goes out, you know, or is going to go out, and then after the fact he describes what was happening when he forgot all the information that would have screamed, "Do not do this." And he says, it began with, a thought occurred to me. <laughs> what I'm saying is, at that point, if a thought is that seriously taking, a thought is, a, is occurring as you. The thought that you're a non-existent thing is occurring seemingly as you, and then all thoughts are taken seriously from that thought. Yeah? But what would happen if you saw, just entertain the idea, if you were led back to that place where you are prior to a thought occurring? 
You are prior to a feeling occurring. You are prior to an action occurring. You're prior to it all. We are. How would what we are, how would what we are see a thought, and how would a thought see another thought? It's hugely different. A thought is going to beget and have tons of interest in another thought. I've seen it. I've seen it in in um, in Australia. There was all these different species of birds that would be in the backyard where I was living. But this one species, very intelligent, it only paid attention to its own species. That's the only thing it listened to. That's the only thing it was looking for. Yeah. It didn't give a shit about all the other birds, unless they were huge that could kill it. It was basic, And basically, they all were seemingly doing the same thing. The only thing that gave them any attention to anything else was fear. But in most cases, they were totally interested in what was like them. Well, a thought... Love's thoughts about what? A thought. So agitation, that's appearing not to be agitated, it's appearing to be you, it's appearing to be you. That agitation begets agitation to promote more agitation because it gets a sense of being something by agitation, not stillness. It doesn't want anything to do with beingness because it's revealed what it ain't and what it is in beingness. But in a mental state, it can appear to be so all fucking day because we're displaced. Most of our interest and attention is in yesterday and tomorrow. And there we are. When the thought system thinks about you, yesterday, you are pictured as a body. When the thought system worries about you in the future, you're worried about as a body. The body in this in this terminology is the non-existent thing. I had the experience when I was young. When I, my uncle Fred died, I was nine years old, or six or eight or something. Had to be after nine because my father wasn't around. Uh, and. I like this guy. He used to give me money at the, you know, relatives' parties, and I really, you know, I slipped a couple bucks behind his back. Don't tell your mom, you know. All right. My mom knew anyway. It was just a whole little charade. But so then, all right. My mom says, "Hey, let's say goodbye to Uncle Fred." I wasn't really keen on that idea, but I was nine years old. So we walked up to the casket, and when I looked in, I saw the body, but it was an instant recognition. That ain't Uncle Fred. Because what I was calling Uncle Fred wasn't seemingly available at the time. Yeah. Without the spirit, without the aliveness in it, I, it was very clear that which I was calling un- Uncle Fred was not Uncle Fred, was never Uncle Fred, and was never going to be Uncle Fred, the body, yeah. But I was giving it the same meaning that this was being given. I took this to be me, and therefore I took that to be Fred. Of course. How not? How else? So the priorness, and it is not priorness, nothing's, there's no time going on. There's a. As, as we appear, then a time appears to us, as we appear. Yeah? That's what happens. 
So, in this sense of priorness, it's just to make a distinction when there isn't any distinction. So maybe you can recognize what you're not, and after a while of recognizing what you're not, the sense of being what you are will overwhelm all the fucking dissertations and all the diatribes and all the evidence in your memories that you're that, you're that, and in one nanosecond, all that story will be erased as if it never was so, because it's never been so. You'll fall right back into what you have never left. Alexander says, first there is the mountain, then there is no mountain, then there's the mountain again. Yeah, so you're still going to go to the store, you're still going to have preferences. Do I want a bologna sandwich, or do I want a mayo? This, all that's going to... This, why, why would you think that the dreamt body has to go through an incredible transformation? Just seeing through it is more than enough. It's going to do what it's doing. If you want this to get great, do not come to these talks, because you're going to get fucking nothing. Because you're looking for an experience, and this is not an experience. And it won't be five years from now either. Nor was it four years ago. Experiences come and go. What's the point of them? How, where's your big bundle of experiences? I mean, how many have we had? Where are they? Are they in a bank account? They've already proven with memory, when you think of something in the past, all you, all you have is a memory about another memory. There was like, like nothing ever fucking happened, basically. <laughs> when you're here right now, there is no way there was a yesterday and a tomorrow. No fucking way. The only way they can be retrieved is by a memory bank that's available now. There's no eight years ago where the file is hid. The file is now about eight years ago. All there is is this, right now. Always. All the history in the world is right now. All the evolutionary, paleotonic, every fucking era is now. This now is so huge, there could be millions of historical universes here. If you want to extract anything, it's just a tiny little word, my. It has nothing to do, it's not even, you're not gonna, you don't have to rip the house down, you don't have to rip anything down, destroy anything. Just question the my that comes before the house. Question the my that comes before all the problems you've ever fucking had here have been preceded by my. 
or they wouldn't have been a problem. They'd be an event. Just my. My of the thoughts, my of the feelings, my of time, my of spirituality, my money, my this, my that. Not one effect, not one revamping, you know, makeover of the word itself, just a little weakening of what precedes it. Yeah? And not by, because what precedes the my is what sees through the my. What the my presupposes is the non-existent thing. The my is used to reinforce the sense of the non-existent thing. The existent non-thing sees the my. Without the my, see what happens with problems. Without the mind, see what happens with thoughts. Without the mind, see what happens with feelings. And in that recognition, you'll see the huge influence that mind has had. You'll see a huge, huge influence of the mind. Not by studying it or learning about it, by its, by its extraction, you'll see what it was like, just like gravity. You can study all the books you want about gravity and become, go on tours and talk about gravity all day and be an expert on gravity. But all we need to do is go into an anti-gravity chamber and we'll know everything about the effects of gravity by its absence. You'll know the problem from the solution. And from the solution, it's an activity. Its traction is produced by our interest and attention that's so freely given over to it because we take ourselves to be the flagship of the whole fucking event, which is me, the I, me, my, yes? Faith is at effect right now. Faith is the constant influence of every second, of every day, of everybody here. Faith is the unseen force of all forces. Yeah? And faith is going to manifest by the vehicle it's put in. If the faith of big M mind is put into the thought system, you're going to produce tons of fucking anxiety from what's not happening. If you have devotion to the idea of being a thinker, which means you adore the thoughts, that devotion, that faith in the thought is what's going to give the power the thought seems to have over you. As Jesus says, as you, you, know, as you thinketh, so it is. As you believe, so it's done. Exactly. That's what happens here in manifestation. In this dreaming. Faith. Dreams the dreamt tiger into a seeming reality by taking itself to be the dreamt object that's seeing the tiger. It's faith and faith alone. The dreamt tiger can't scare you. It's fucking dreamt. How could it? False evidence cannot be real. It can only appear to be real to what's real. How else could it appear to be real? It needs to be... 
what real needs to take it to be real or it doesn't fucking work the movie sucks it's the audience that makes it good we're the audience there is a solution and all there is is a solution here in manifestation it can seem to be the problem or it can seem to be the solution you can awaken to your awakeness or you can be asleep concerning the awakeness you are that's how it goes here the sleep can only last in time it can only seem real in time yeah and that which is so can be constantly so amidst time based on the faith that we have whatever it's put in like it says in the great 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 zen thing faith mind exactly faith mind right now our whole faith has been eroded because we put it into a fucking mimicking of mind that the mental state's been doing. As in recovery, we say, we have to quit playing God, and that's what the mental state is doing. It's playing God to the point, it's sort of like some of our government. Some of the people that are in government hate government, so they run the fucking government to the ground to say, you see, it doesn't fucking work. This is sort of like the mental state does. It fucking has eroded our faith, and it's let our faith be put into its own fucking activities. So now we have faith in what's not happening more than faith in what's happening. I see it. People come to these talks. Oh, I love this feeling I'm having, but what about Tuesday? There you go. Where's the faith then? It's in what's not happening. They don't. They totally dismiss the sense of relief because they want to make sure they have it next week. That's faith. Faith being put to use by the mental state. And it seems to be putting to use by the mental state to impose an interpretation on us. Instead of living life, we have an interpretation about life. We have an image that we're trying to protect. Like in AA we say, hey, you've got to be willing to save your ass instead of your face. But when I came in, I thought my face was my ass. I thought the mental image I had was me. And I would fucking fight to the end to make sure that looked fucking good. Ass begotten. Fuck the ass. I didn't give a shit how I felt. As long as I looked good, feeling shitty, I'd fucking bring it on. Someone who's up for seven days on coke does not feel good. They don't. I don't care what they say. It's way past the point of ecstasy. It's a fucking job. Their nervous system is popping out of every pore of their body, but they think they're playing a fucking role. Walking down the street to go to Cala Market, you know, everyone must know I'm fucking high. Okay, you know, no one gives a fucking shit except you. You're you're adoring your fucking self. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, your, your tweet universe has one follower, you. You're tweeting all day, you're tweaking all day, and no one else is following you, your escapades. 
They're too interested in themselves. It's such a beautiful message. I can't. I've been watching it now for years. Oh, it's just beautiful because it's oh, it's a magician at work. Really, it's an unbelievable, unbelievable maestro. The way paths are, they're meant to fail as soon as you step foot on them. Even the word path, what does, what takes a path? A body, right? What else goes on a path? Does spirit have a path? Yes, this is the pathway for spirit to fucking, really? A little... Spiritual highway, only one lane, fast lane, of course, and then the slow lanes, you know. No. Or the spiritual, I've got, gotten to the spiritual mountains. What goes on a fucking mountain? Spirit? A body, isn't it? People think spirit is like the most ordinary state of all time. But we believe there should be spiritual spectacle, like the, you know, the fucking Roman Colosseum. You know, it's unbelievable. You know, that's why people are missing it because nothing is the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> nothing is the gift that keeps on giving. If you put a little bit of time into nothing, you'll come out with a whole lot of stuff. More nothing. <laughs> <laughs> And then one day it will blossom and you'll see it's everything. Yeah. yeah. She says, I may be ending up on my last note, bro. What is this happening? We'll have to have a reunion tour. <laughs> I got to make a lot of shirts soon. <laughs> maybe, maybe my last chance to cash in on this. <laughs> so rest, yeah. yeah. When you believe you, you know, when something seems to take you away, that which was taken away is that which thought it took it away. <laughs> They're the same, same. It's just a mental movement faking another mental movement. Yeah, you have never moved ever. Yeah. The worst thing that ever happened, did your awareness flinch? The worst thing that you ever saw in this life, did your awareness flinch? Your eyes may have wanted to close, but if your eyes were open, you would have seen it. Unadulterated, unedited, uncensored, no matter what it was, yes? Never a disclaimer. Never, oh, that's a way, you know. <laughs> nope. Has what you are ever exhibited any effort or thought to be that? Your baseline of being conscious or awake, has it exhibited any effort or thought to be what it is? 
your eyes may get, may get tired, but what's looking out never gets tired. The brain may get tired, get tired, but what's moving through never gets tired. You can have 40 billion people, you could have 8 million people, they'd all be conscious. You could have zillion, bazillion humans if they had enough space to appear in, and they'd all be conscious. They'll be, oh, we gotta stop making this model. We ran out of consciousness. There's no running out of fucking awareness. Awareness is the space we're in, it's the context. And it's never been, we've never reached its final parameter. People like knowledge scientists who are trying to figure everything out, they can't figure out what's figuring everything out. They can't turn the figuring out onto what's figuring out. They'll never be able to do it. Yeah. What's seen cannot be seen, nor will ever be seen. What's looking can be seen, because it's happening right now. But what's seen can never be seen. What's hearing can never be heard. What's feeling can never be felt. What's cognizing can never be cognized. No, no, no. So when you keep seeing what you're not, sooner or later the emphasis will be put on what's seeing. Yeah? And that little free sample will go a long, long way. And if you feel like you're not stable, come to the talks. Yeah? The space will be here. Just allow this to become familiar. And someday, one second could happen right now, there'll be the final permission of rest. (laughs) No more monthly reports (laughs) being critiqued. No state of Paul. <laughs> How's Paul doing? <laughs> I'm concerned with Paul. He should be. Fucking really should be. <laughs> Paul's on shaky ground right now. <laughs> I gotta read more Yankee blogs just to keep myself here. <laughs> Buy shirts and jackets to give me some sense of to stick them. <laughs> oh.
so I could still be useful. <laughs> yes. Well. Any questions tonight? There you go. You missed the opportunity. The window's closed. It's fun, man. Keep coming and enjoy it. Look at how what's been happening, honey. Yes. You show up. Look at it. Isn't things flowering? Yes. With how much effort? You know? How much packing to go to the imaginary 